Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about some fun but practical tips for staying happy and healthy during a quarantine. And we'll do it with help from Captain Sig and Keith from Deadliest Catch and psychologist Renee Lertzman. But first, we'll answer a listener question about why we have birthmarks. Let's satisfy some curiosity. We got a listener question from Taha, who asks, why do we have birthmarks and or moles on our bodies? Great question, Taha. Short answer, you have a few different types of cells in your skin, and birthmarks and moles form because those cells aren't evenly distributed. Now, just to get our definition straight, a birthmark is just any skin mark that's present when you're born. Moles can be birthmarks, or they can show up later in life. To be clear, scientists don't know why birthmarks form, but they have a pretty good understanding of how. To understand that, we have to go back in time to before you were born, like nine months before you were born, when you were just a clump of dividing cells. Those cells pretty quickly specialized and divided themselves into three layers. The inner layer formed most of your internal organs, the middle layer formed your heart, bones, and deep layers of skin, and the outer layer formed your surface layer of skin, your hair, and your nervous system. That outer layer was where pigment-producing cells called melanocytes were made. As all those different cells got jobs around your body, they spread out to the places they were needed. But they didn't always spread out properly. Sometimes these pigment-producing cells crowded together in concentrated groups. Sometimes those formed moles. Other times they formed brown, splotchy birthmarks. Something similar can happen with blood vessels, where an overgrowth of those cells in the surface skin can form port wine stains and other reddish or purplish marks. But here's something cool. Remember how melanocytes are formed out of the same group of cells that form your nervous system? Well, there's one theory that says some birthmarks might arise out of nerve cells that lost their way. These cells migrate to the skin to form nerves and end up getting mixed signals from skin cells. The result? They turn into melanocytes instead. So some of your birthmarks may have had a past life as a proto-nerve cell. Aww. Now, as you grow up, some of those marks may fade and new ones might show up. You'll want to keep an eye on that. The vast majority of moles are totally harmless, but since moles and birthmarks are, by definition, an overgrowth of cells, they do have the potential to become cancerous. If they're bigger than a pencil eraser, a funny color, or they grow over time, it's a good idea to consult a doctor. Otherwise, enjoy your moles and birthmarks. They're what make you unique. Thanks for your question, Taha. If you have a question, email it to podcast at curiosity.com or leave us a voicemail at 312-596-5208. How are you supposed to spend a bunch of time cooped up with roommates or family members and not let it drive you completely up the wall? We're welcoming back some of our guests from earlier this week to talk about surviving the widespread quarantines and shelter-in-place orders happening around the world right now. We'll start with Captains Sig Hansen and Keith Colburn from the hit show Deadliest Catch, which is now in its 16th season. These guys spend months at a time on boats in close quarters with their shipmates. So if anyone knows how to handle this kind of situation, it's them. We'll start with Sig's tips for what to do when tensions start running high. Honestly, you know what? When the guys get disgruntled, I've found that it's better to just 
not bark and scream and yell and just let them go. Uh, but I mean, we are cooped up in such a confined spot. My boat is much smaller than the Wizard, and so our our living quarters are much smaller. And when you've got five, six, seven, eight guys, man, it gets really, really crowded. So um, sometimes they they got to blow off steam, and then you just you got to know when to hold back. As far as living together like that, yeah. Um, that just takes time. And and I, I feel so sorry for the people that are cooped up right now that maybe have never had to go through that. My advice is, you know, don't debate every little thing. Don't have an opinion. Sometimes it's better just to, to shut the heck up and just let it ride because, uh, you know, we've seen people go to, to fisticuffs. Uh, because they get cooped up too far. And then like Keith, you know, I'm sure you would say what iron fist and just, you gotta, you gotta grab the bull by the horns type of thing. Well, I was going to talk if somebody would shut the heck up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, um, you know, everybody has their own way of dealing with things. One thing is you don't want anything to escalate to the point where it's getting out. So, you know, sometimes you just got to intervene and just get the guys to step away from each other and let, People kind of work it out on their own and then get them back together working. Same thing in family situations around home. It's right now, it's, you know, I try to work things out, try to be uh, a little more conscientious of other people's feelings, what they're doing, um, you know. And even though we are a bunch of robots and we are, you know, working our butts off in the worst conditions possible and we're cramped up and cooped up in a spot, you know, at the end of the day, we're all looking for that same goal. And that's get to the end of the season, get the boat home safe, get the guys home safe and enjoy, you know, being out of hell. And uh, right now, uh, I don't know, things are not good. And hopefully people will try to do their best to just, you know, be more considerate of other people's thoughts and feelings and try to work through problems and uh, enjoy the time you have with your family. And at the end of the day, this is going to make us stronger. There's no question. I mean, the US of A is always a great place when there's adversity and we come back fighting even harder than when we went into it. And I don't see this not being like that again. And ultimately I'll probably be back in Seattle and I'll see SIG and we'll, uh, you can have your six feet distance. How about that? I'll give you six feet, sixty feet. How about that? I want, I want, I want a solid twelve from you, Sig. I'm solid twelve, baby. You know what? No, but honestly, Keith, you're right. I think that you just gotta have a common goal, and and uh, like like in fishing, there's an analogy. You know, we have a common goal on a boat, and that is to get the job done, no matter what it takes, and then and then just get it over with. And you're right. You know, if you keep in mind that, you know, there's a goal here, we have to reach a goal and whatever it takes, that's it. You know, if, you, if a guy can think like that, I think everybody's going to be a winner. Pretty straightforward advice. Just be choosy about which battles you actually want to fight. And remember that at the end of the day, we all have a common goal. Now that you know how to deal with other people, let's leave you with some advice for dealing with yourself. Dr. Renee Lertzman is a psychologist and engagement strategist with a focus on environment and climate. Her TED talk about how to turn climate anxiety into action has been viewed more than 900,000 times. And we asked her what she would say if she could offer one piece of advice for people right now. I guess I would say however you're feeling right now, whatever you're going through makes complete sense. And as much as you're able to bring that attitude of acceptance and kindness towards yourself and extend that to those around you, the more capacity you will find to navigate 
and cope with what's happening and what's coming. So I would want to offer just a big permission slip, you know, a big green light for us to show up as our full selves, to take risks, to be vulnerable, to really acknowledge the full spectrum that we may be feeling lots of things right now, including, you know, from the depths of despair to glimmers of hope and optimism and that it's all okay. So I would want to really encourage people to be extra attentive to ourselves, our kind of in our own well-being right now. And I would also just add that this is an incredible moment. In a lot of ways, it's very painful and we're waking up to we're waking up to some realities that you know have been with us for some time, right? And the more we can really I think hold each other in that space of almost like we're going through a rite of passage. I think we can get through this and navigate this as best as we can. So that's what I would say. You can find links to learn more about Dr. Renee Lurdsman, including a link to her TED Talk in today's show notes. We'll also include links to learn more about Deadliest Catch, which you can catch Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Discovery. Before we recap what we learned today, here's a sneak peek at what you'll hear next week on Curiosity Daily. Next week, you'll learn about how ultra-processed food took over your shopping basket, an undersea discovery that's good news for finding life on Mars, which we lose first, brain or brawn, and more. Okay, so now let's recap what we learned today. Well, we learned that birthmarks form when pigments producing cells spread across your body and concentrate in certain spots during development. Moles are mostly harmless, but keep an eye on them because they do have the potential to become cancerous. And we learned great ways to deal with people in close quarters. And honestly, I think these are great tips to deal with people at all times. You know, you don't have to have an opinion about everything. You should pick your battles and you should let people blow off steam when they have to. And right now we're all working toward a common goal. And that's a good thing to remember. Yes. And you have permission to feel what you're feeling right now. Feel those feelings. It's okay. And for a quick update as to why Ashley and I keep mentioning quarantines and shelter in place on this podcast, the last time we were in the office recording together was March 11th. So it's now been more than six weeks since Ashley and I have been in the same place. We've been recording this whole time from our bedrooms at home over video conferencing, and then I just sync up the audio afterwards. And here in Illinois, as of the time of this recording, Shelter in Place is supposed to end in about a week, but everyone is saying it's going to be extended. Wisconsin is just like an hour north of us, and their Shelter in Place has been extended into late May. So, you know, we're, we're going to be in this for a while. So it's very top of mind. It's kind of hard not to think about, but we're doing well, right? Yeah, I think I'm it's kind of the new normal for me. Uh, I'm doing a ton of cooking. I'm hanging out with my cat and my boyfriend a lot and trying to go to the grocery store as little as possible, which is hard for me. What about you? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's you know, I'm glad what Sig and Keith said. It's like I live with my wife, who is my favorite human being on the literal planet. There's no one I'd rather be quarantined with. But there's times when, you know, the two of us are just like. It just gets draining and we're just like, ah, I want to do anything else right now. But, you know, you try and apply the tips and advice that we've been talking about on the show and do your best. And uh, so far, you know, so good. Anyway, I'm glad we get to keep entertaining you during these times and uh, hope that you stick around for more Curiosity Daily next week. Yeah, I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy and we'll get through this together. 
And by the way, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, we're just a few reviews away from having 500 reviews on Apple Podcasts. So hop on over to your Apple Podcasts app and give us five stars. We'd super appreciate it. Today's first story was written by Ashley Hammer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff. Have a great weekend and join us again Monday to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. 